Welcome to Thinking Like a Region. I'm Dr. Lisa Donovan, a professor at Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. Our podcast explores the direct connections between arts learning and workforce skills through stories from some of the most interesting voices in Berkshire County, Massachusetts. The Berkshires are a culture-rich area, home to world-class arts and cultural institutions where the skills that the arts naturally cultivate are always on display. By making the value of these skills visible, we can advance the importance of the arts while we think like a region. Come, think with us. Welcome to Thinking Like a Region. My name is Alana O'Connor, and I am a senior studying at Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. Today, I will be interviewing Erica Barreto to talk about arts and culture within the Berkshires, her job at MassMoCA, and her responsibilities after graduating MCLA. I hope you enjoy. Hi. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to start this interview. As a kid, what was your number one dream job? Yeah, as a kid, I wanted to be an artist. And that took different forms. I wanted to be like a fashion designer, a visual artist. And then I really wanted to be an author or a poet. I just wanted to create. So you are a very creative child, I suppose. I would assume so, yeah. And I'd get a notebook each summer and fill it front to back with stories or use your imagination. We, I grew up in Westchester, New York, so right outside the city. So my mom would bring us to Broadway shows and museums growing up. So there was a lot of young exposure to the arts, which I think influenced some of my creativity. Oh, yeah, definitely. When did you graduate from Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts? And what inspired you to stay there and work there? Yeah, so I graduated in May 2018. My first job out of college was at Berkshire Arts and Technology Charter Public School. But then when I heard about this grant opportunity to coordinate MCLA's Institute for the Arts and Humanities, it was like the dream job that I wanted was created and fully funded. And so I was excited to get this job and excited to come back because I wanted to work with students and create opportunities for them, like the opportunities that I had during my undergrad. And those opportunities look like accessing all of these amazing institutions in the area and working with them to supplement some type of project on campus that could help students grow personally and professionally. And all of the projects that we were doing are also looking at how we can expand or move forward the conversation on diversity, equity, and access and inclusion where arts are the vehicle for that change. Yeah, I love that. I really love that. Growing up, what were some of your first experiences with the arts? I know that you were very interested in like writing and other stuff like you said, but what about during school? Did you take any classes that were arts-based? I took an arts class every year. I moved around quite a bit. So I went to four different schools and took art classes there. When we moved to the Hudson Valley and I went to Rhinebeck for middle and high school, that school was also very arts-centered. So I took studio art. The hallways were painted with murals and mosaics. So the arts were very encouraged. But I think that's where I got much more 
involved with poetry. Even before that, I think poetry was always a big medium. My first poem was published in 2009 through the Young Poet Society. It was printed in like a Rye issue magazine or something like that. Wow. So just being engaged and supported and then acknowledged for the work, I think really took the poetry. I won like in my high school's poetry contest. And then that's how I found out about MCLA was that they told us about the writing program and all that stuff. I'd say the long-winded answer to that is poetry and creative writing. And I took a yeah. bunch of different art classes, creative writing, Gothic literature, enlightenment, all of that. So throughout all of this art, what are some skills that you've obtained and how have you been able to put them to use in the workplace? I think writing, whether it's creative or professional or standard communications, those art skills really taught me to consider perspective, not only mine, but your audience and how things can be perceived in different ways. So being really intentional with how you communicate, frame, and take into consideration everyone's perspectives. And then I think that really informs because art makes and creates and sustains room for a multiplicity of experiences and perspectives. So I think that's one of the skills that translates really well. I'd also argue I was introduced to hybrid poetics, which is like a genre bending binding where you take prose, transcripts, poetry, visual arts, and you put them together to really communicate in creative and meaningful ways. So that also informs the work that I do that you can find creative solutions to the challenges at hand and finding outside of the box ways to express ourselves. There are a lot of other skills I'm sure that translate to this. Yeah, I think form mirrors content. How can what you're doing take the shape of what you're expressing? Yeah. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Do you think that it's important for everyone to have skills like these from the arts, even if they aren't entering an arts related field? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I'm biased, but I think the arts help us understand the human experience. And that's something that we're all going through and going to continue to go through. They help us have difficult conversations. They help us see each other and see ourselves. They're almost like this equalizer. Anyone can enter into this. So I'd argue, yes, we should have these skills. And there are different skills or different experiences from the arts that can inform different people's trajectories or paths. I think art, depending on like the expanse of the project, can give you some management skills. How yeah, to be definitely. mindful of time. Or if you're in this community engagement using the arts to engage with the community that can give you people skills taking a project from conception to final fruition that can help you with your visioning skills there's a lot to gain there is definitely a lot to gain now switching what we're talking about what entails with the coordination for IAH I coordinate the institute there's a lot in the job I think the simplest answer is I manage our programs. And so we have a program for faculty fellowships where faculty members across disciplines can apply for project funds to create an interdisciplinary and experiential project in the arts for their students. So they get money for the project and then they engage in a semester long learning cohort with other faculty so they can support themselves and each other. So that's one program. Another one we have is our student mini grant program 
similar where students can apply for many grant funds of up to $1,000 to activate area art and humanities resources, to create a project engagement initiative, a supplement club funds, anything that, again, uses the arts and humanities as the vehicle for promoting the change that we want to see. We have a huge range of projects and they're all really wonderful, but I think at the heart of them, they all get to this idea of how can we be more equitable? How can we be more inclusive? How can we promote access to the arts? And then we have a student advisory board, which is created by students for students so that they can really be involved in the planning, execution, and evaluation of the programs that are made for them. Because I can come up with something and think this would be really cool, but I don't know if that's what our students want without consulting them. So the student advisory board, it also gives our students a taste of what a board commitment could look like and what it means to support an organization. I know I'm on the student advisory board, so. That's right. Yeah. So I'm rarely in those meetings because our interns lead them. And it's, again, having that space for our students to really participate in creating engagements for you. Yeah. And so another, we also have, (laughs) we have a lot of programs, our Humanities Partnership Grant program. So we partner because Berkshire County has the second largest arts economy per capita in the country. And so what that means is we have a plethora of rich cultural resources at our doorstep. And so a huge mission for the Institute is we think that education at MCLA should be fundamentally different because of these institutions that we have access to. So the Humanities Grant or Partnership Program awards mini grants to organizations so that they can facilitate really cool experiential work here on campus. And to date, we've worked with over 55 organizations. I'm sure that number is even higher now. Wow, that's great. So when you're explaining all the stuff that you coordinate and all the stuff that IH does, it sounds like it's a lot and it sounds like it's a huge responsibility. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's meaningful. And we also, and of course I forgot some, we have our speaker series initiative where we have panel discussions. We also do student professional development workshops. We've done a resume and portfolio workshop in the arts, especially for those that are interested in developing materials in the theater world. It's a lot, but it changes each semester too, again, based on what students want and need, but it's super meaningful work. Oh yeah, And I feel incredibly supported in the work because we have a really, amazing internship program and so while I coordinate the programs and initiatives I I can't express enough a lot of the work is held by students who want to get that experience and we create the internship program or positions to mirror the skills that they also want to develop and how we can support them post-grad and of course our lovely director just being so connected with the resources finds really unique ways to bring the work and do you think those internships that you guys have really help for when people graduate it helps them get jobs after yeah i hope so i have two example or three we've had a couple interns and all of them have gone on to explore things but there's one example where an intern the core threads of his work were arts administration theater and social justice. And so they stayed on with us to do research in the summer. And just not recently, but a while ago, they got a job at the Public Theater in New York where they're oh. doing arts administration theater with a focus in social justice. Oh my so gosh. it was really exciting to see all the core threads that we developed in the internship are fully manifested in this dream job position post-grad at an incredible theater. A similar situation, we had a graphic designer who wanted to get experience with a cultural institution, not 
just, you know, designing for us. So we partnered with the Norman Rockwell and it went on to, they went on to hire the student to work with them over the summer. And so there are examples like that of if you can identify the core threads and what you want, what skills you want to develop and how the Institute can help you develop those skills, then we also try to find the opportunity so you can take that elsewhere. So I'd say it's been really successful. That's great. How did the creation of IH help jumpstart the feeling of community, social justice, and activism. I'm really grateful to our faculty partners who help us spread the word or plan alongside courses because I think that also builds community. Students are here and academics take priority. When the institute can align with those academic priorities, the community is that much stronger. Yeah, I mean, as the institute cannot create anything for you without you. So working in line with that value, I think almost everything we do is community. Everything except for the paperwork uh-huh. but yeah we're really intentional with our partnerships on campus and in the community we're really intentional about our mini grant program how can I support you and making sure you have an idea but how can this idea really benefit the community collaboration I've expressed this to the students that we work with collaboration is so key and central to what we do but it is also probably one of the most difficult skills that we're collaborating <laughs> or that we're yeah. building I know you do IH in MCL but I also saw that you were on the board for WAM and Multicultural Bridge, if that's what it's called. So what responsibilities do they entail? WAM Theater is, WAM stands for Where Arts Meet Activism. They are a theater company who donates a portion of proceeds from their productions to support organizations that are helping women and girls across the world. And a really key thing that I want to emphasize here is that you can't be for all women without this focus on intersectionality and anti-racism. So they're just absolutely killing it on how to be an inclusive organization. So my role there is I... I serve on the governance committee, the nomination committee. And so I help with like executive oversight. And honestly, they're just so wonderful to work with. Like I volunteer to help with whatever I can, when I can, because I just so believe in their mission and the work that they're doing. So then with Multicultural Bridge, that's a grassroots organization focused on cultural competency, education and training and other community engagement initiatives. So in my role, I'm the secretary on the executive committee, also working on governance and accountability because accountability is grouped into every aspect of the work there. It's a lot of work, but these are two really brilliant organizations doing meaningful work in the Berkshires. Yeah, definitely. Um, And it's also interesting, board membership is no joke. And so when the conversation of how do we diversify the board, they really also wanted to include young voices. And I felt really honored to know that my voice was valued and it is heard and that I can really help move this work forward. So I'm excited to see more young people join boards. So did you voluntarily go on the board or did they invite you? Yeah, I was invited and there's a long cultivation process of how do we build relationship so that it's not just we need you. It's more of how can we be there for each other? I've known about WAM probably since 2016, 2017, and I've always just been so impressed with their work. I've always shared their information at when 
the Institute launched in 2019 at our opening speech, I gave them a shout out. Just talking about the work that they're doing is the work and the kinds of organizations that IH would like to partner with. So that's yeah. when they officially approached me and saying, thank you, would you like to be on the board? And then with Multicultural Bridge, I've had a working relationship with them where they facilitated trainings, previous employers, or I've heard about their work or I attended their community events. And I was just so impressed with the work that they were doing. So I continue to share them as a resource with students. I enrolled in a couple training programs and my participation in those workshops caught the attention of the board. And so they invited me. They say, you speak your truth. You were in line with our values. Would you like to do this thing? (laughs) Yeah. If you hypothetically were to be on another board, what would it be? Yeah, that's a good question. Is it hard? It's hard in the sense that there are people who have been asking me. Oh, really? It's a lot of labor, though. It's a good question. And I'm still sitting on it because I I know that you're on on my board terms. I'm about to renew one with Wham for another three years because I just love them so much. Would you rather (laughs) only be on two boards or? It's difficult because each board has different expectations and also depending on how much you support the mission your labor can change too and I'm the kind of person that wants to do the most but does not have the capacity I'd love to do all the boards if I could it's just a matter of time Mm -hmm. because when you compromise time you compromise the integrity of the work and I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to do that with these organizations that I so deeply respect and appreciate but a couple the Center for Peace through Culture is doing amazing work I think there's a northern Berkshire Coalition, Community Coalition is doing great work. There's a lot of organizations that are just killing it. I'm going to end the interview with my favorite question that I always ask. If you were not working at MCLA right now, where do you think you would be? Or where would you want to be right now? Working for myself. For yourself, like an entrepreneur? Yes, I have a business idea. Would you like to share it? A little bit. I'm a little superstitious in that if you announce things before they're fully thought out. Um, But all I can say is the vision is Heartworks. And thinking about in the Berkshires, we have a lot of industrial mills that are falling apart. They have a lot of space. So I think of Mass Mocha and Greylock Works and how they renovate those spaces. They bring in vendors. They bring in entrepreneurs. So how can we do something like that where everybody who's part of this mission has autonomy over their work, can sustain themselves and each other, and looking at how we can sustainability would be a huge part of it but how can art be the vehicle to educate to celebrate and to sustain and i'm part of that there'd be a lot of education a lot of food culture a lot of performance culture so yeah similar to like what all of these exemplars are doing i would love to work for myself exactly with art and education and everything education by day performance parties by night not like parties but (laughs) yeah can't just be all work there has to be some opportunity to celebrate with community while sustaining (laughs) yeah that's a good question that's why I always ask it (laughs) that being said I love the work that I do at MCLA and not looking to leave anytime soon it's such a joy to work with students and to work with our amazing faculty and yeah I'm glad (laughs) all right thank you for letting me interview you
Of course, it was thank you. Sweet. Thinking Like a Region is a production of the C4 Initiative, Berkshire County's creative compact for collaborative and collective impact, based at the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts in North Adams and grant-funded by the National Endowment for the Arts. This podcast is produced by Lisa Donovan and Leslie Applegate. The music you're hearing now is Poddington Bear, and at the beginning of the podcast by Purple Planet. For more information about the show or the C4 initiative, visit brainworks.mcla.edu slash C4.